Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Audrey. I'm your host Audrey and on each episode my guest and I have a conversation about a topic of interest where we give our two cents as Zimbabweans and Africans living in the diaspora. If you're new here, I hope you stick around and if you're returning, thank you for putting up with me. You can find Conversations with Audrey wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Insta and Facebook at Conversations with Audrey and on Twitter at Convo with Audrey. If you're more traditional, I also welcome emails via conversationswithaudreypod at gmail.com. Now on to the conversation. Okay, guys. I'm actually, I can hear myself. Yeah, that's good. But like, I think the sound is too high. So everyone's oh, going to be like, what right. the heck is going on? Anyway, guys, my guest today is the lovely Alana, better known to her friends and family as Lali. Uh, and we'll be having a conversation about the realities of growing up, uh, specifically focusing on the challenges of figuring out a career. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, for a bit of context, I wanted to have this conversation um, because Lali and I are both, I guess we find ourselves at a bit of a crossroads. Yeah. I don't know if you'd agree with me. Uh, we're both in our mid-20s to disclose our ages. I don't really <laughs> care, but who cares? I was to say it. And we've not traveled. Creeping the, up to the late 20s. Definitely. Creeping, creeping up. up. <laughs> and we've not traveled the traditional conventional path when it comes to our careers as well. Uh, on the surface, you know, it seems like we haven't figured it out. That maybe we're behind. But something tells me we're not the only ones going through this weird transition into adulthood. Um, yeah, so we'll be exploring not. how we have dealt with the reality of growing up and realizing that Perhaps it takes a little more than just studying a degree to figure out what you want to do with your life. And also that being an adult isn't all that it's cracked up to be. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my God. But before we get into it, Lali, just tell me, or I guess tell the audience a little bit more about yourself because I know you. We've known each other. She's like my long time. She's like, in, in terms I of calculating this. Like, I've known Alana, literally. I have known Alana since we were like three, seven, four, eight. Five, because three, we, two. I came to Botswana around 2003. Three or so, maybe, when my mom was working there. Mm-hmm. And you would have been there before me. I started so then, going to Botswana when I was five. Okay, so, so I would have known you just a little bit after that. Yeah. So it's clocking on 20 years, definitely, yeah. knowing you. Like, yeah. that's a long time. You're, in terms of coming to Australia, you're my longest time friend, friend because yeah. I knew you before we came before here. We came, yeah, there are not many people that I knew. Before. I have a couple of people that have since come from, like, my primary school, but I wasn't friends with them, so mm. whatever. But Oh, even definitely. the fact that we both came to Sydney. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, good. yeah. So you just tell people, or I guess first maybe start with your socials, like where people can find you, and oh. then just your interests, and mm-hmm. then your journey so far post-high school. Because obviously we're making this oh, about God. careers, I just want, like, a bit of a rundown sure of what you've thing. been doing lately. Yeah. Um, Socials. I'm only on Instagram, so it's um, I think it's Lali Mchira. I think so I too. Think so. <laughs> I love how I don't you know, know like there's an underscore. Or no, I just know it's Lali Mchira. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah. After your twelve, okay. So you know, initially I wanted to do music, mm. I, and you know, remember how I was like into like yeah, yeah, yeah. She made this. You made this one instrumental that I was trying to. I had saved it for so long, but I cannot find. I actually wanted oh, to make it my intro. I had all my the oh. garage band thing. I wanted to make it my intro song, and I found I looked everywhere, and, and I think because of the transition from yeah. using our main computer mm-hmm. or my laptop, whatever, and then transitioning to this new laptop, I must have lost my audio files. Yeah. But I really it, it was not like iCloud audio. or something. I stopped using iCloud ages ago since I transferred to Samsung and stuff. So yeah, but either way, it's just you know you can keep talking about yeah, no, a I'll, bit more. Well, I'll, initially I want to do music. Yeah, um, but as you can like. 
as you know, if you go to an African parent, and yes, I want to pursue music as a career. Um, and I'm not talking about like rapping or like singing, as people would just like assume. Yes, when you say yes. music. I just wanted to play instruments because mm. I know I was very much into like my guitar, my drums, yes. my bass. Yes, <clears throat> and she's very good with music, by the way, guys. I can advocate I, for that. I so think, yeah, I, I just remember it was like one of those things that I yeah. was good at naturally. Yes, I didn't have to like yes. put effort in it. Yeah. Um, so that was my actual, you know, what I wanted to do after yeah. 12. Yeah. I, I wanted to be a music teacher initially. Um, however, and then I'm not one of those. Can I say? Can I yeah, definitely. Oh, dude, definitely. <laughs> this is for like, the Zimbabweans <laughs> and whatever people, but who cares? We'll be yeah, dropping Shona. I don't, I, I um, can't control that, unfortunately. <laughs> I just, I just am not an academic person. Yeah. Yeah. Gen- like I've never been. Yeah. Ever since I was in primary school. Mm-hmm. So. I knew that wasn't going to be something that I was going to do after year 12. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but also, you can't go to an African parent and say, I'm not going to uni. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. just one of those things you don't yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I ended up, look, let's not even talk about my ATA because my ATA yeah, was oh, no, do, You don't even just go into specific, sorry. It's but okay. like this general, like generalizing general. your, your journey. Um, like, yeah. I somehow ended up going to a hotel school, mm, like hotel yeah, uni. Yeah. Um, and I did a Bachelor of Business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hated it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Hated it. <laughs> absolutely hated it. Um, only because I failed my first semester. Okay. So that okay. also just brought my whole self-esteem down. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. uni is not for you. Yeah. Um, I've managed to finish it. Um, God, God knows how I did it. Um, but then I didn't even pursue the career because I did. I went to Hayman Island. The yeah. one time that I went to Hayman Island and I worked in hospitality for that year yeah it made me realize that i hated hospitality okay okay but i also feel like because i was work, working with like a lot of rich people mm-hmm. and <laughs> is the worst thing you know what i mean oh you like, feel like yeah you you probably feel like a cockroach exactly. under the foot kind know, of thing yeah this weird feeling when someone is like and i'm not talking about people that have like a hundred thousand i'm talking yes. about people that have millions of money, yes like, yeah you know, those crazy rich agents yes this, yes stuff that like can that. just throw away money kind of thing exactly yeah. um yeah it just didn't sit well with me so i mm. hated it um i came back to sydney not knowing what i wanted to do mm. and i sat home for like three three trying to figure it out yeah but then obviously like i had bills i was an adult young yes, adult then yes. i had bills i couldn't pressure sit oh my god the pressure was i just fell into nursing yeah yeah and been yeah, trying to figure out what mm-hmm. to do. Okay, because mm-hmm. and because obviously this is not an interview; yeah, it's like a back course. and forth. So I don't want to feel like make you feel like, oh my god, I'm no, gonna, no, no, you know. I, I, but for me, I guess to just I guess b- bounce of what you're saying. For yeah. me, it's sort of, um, high school happened. Mm-hmm. Eight hours, whatever it was, mm-hmm. I, I, I was okay with it, but I know I wasn't hundred percent happy with it because, yeah. I, like, opposite of you, obviously, I was more academic only see, because the thing is. See how yeah, yes the yeah, roles are yeah, like yeah. only because I didn't have this talent thing or whatever like okay. even for me to find myself podcasting mm-hmm. is a surprise because I never was into creative things in oh, in school per yeah, se because yeah. I was a reader yes but I wasn't like writing or anything like that at that time anyway mm-hmm. I hadn't yet really found what I wanted to do did did obviously a degree mm-hmm. quit that because I was failing miserably like you said you mm-hmm. failed you for your first semester I failed for the entire time I was in that degree to yeah, the point where I had to quit there? I was in there for three years okay. and by the way I'm not going to make this a mystery it was pharmacy no, that I was doing <laughs> I don't know why I made it sound like a mystery 
sorry. sorry. But, but I, I was, yeah, I was in there for three years, but I was, I'd only done two and a half years worth of work. And I'm not even ashamed to, not I, as in, I'd done two years, sorry, worth because I had to repeat. So one yeah, year was technically a bit of doing new things and repetition because pharmacy, yeah. you said pharmacy anyway. Yeah. Once you fail a subject, you have to redo it completely. There's no summer Same. school. There's no retake none of on that. Exam. Yes. That's what I had it's to do as well. Yeah, yeah. And so that really just, de- I was depressed. Like I, and you be, I being at more you. academic. And by the way, I'm, I'm not talking academic in terms of, I loved reading like, you know, textbooks mm. and all that. It's more, I was just naturally good at it. I was good, just yeah. naturally good at school. So this was the thing I thought I was going to do. Totally hated it. Fail out of pharmacy. Like you I also worked in a pharmacy. And then yeah. I realized, man, I can't do this for the rest of my mm-hmm. life. So because I was really failing, and not enjoying the job, I was like, nah, I can't do it. Like, like I was talking, working geez. in a pharmacy. Literally, I'm realizing that more now. I'm like, what? I didn't know that about life. But no, I do know we were definitely a bit more different in terms yeah. of academics. Then obviously I moved into law, have since completed that, but I'm still trying to figure out what the heck. I'm exactly. Right now I'm like at a crossroads in terms of, do I really do lawyer, lawyer mm. work? Or do I just use my law degree and to do that something pressure, else? Like, no one really says it to you, but yeah. there's that pressure that once you finish a degree, you have to have a job as yes. soon as you finish. Yes, yes. Mm. And I don't like that pressure because a lot of people ask me, like, oh, so are you doing, are you now a lawyer? Can we come to you? I'm like, yeah. no, please, just let me just I low-key had that in, my, in the back of my head. Like, if I ever, <laughs> if I ever go with the law, I know exactly what to call. I, I don't know shit. I don't know. But I'll be sickly. My boss is like, oh, KV at MTOR for the lawyers out there that might be listening or law students. Mm. Yo, I was sitting like, what the heck is that again? Oh my, it's like some saying about buyer beware, but the principle's bad. I don't care. Like, I don't care about yeah. that. I'm not as passionate about that more than I am about more social policy issues. Okay. So I'm finding that I'm wanting to gravitate towards a different path within mm. law but i'm finding it hard to break the barrier because covid happened and graduate of jobs course. are ridiculously COVID hard just ruined everything for a lot exactly. of people so that's what so that's where i guess i am at as well in terms of my journey post high school but you said already that you kind of knew you wanted to do music but as in when you were growing up was that the thing that you're like did you know that was the thing you wanted to do or um, when you were young did you know what you wanted to do outside of maybe the music that you then Funny enough, you. funny enough, you said this. I was, I was thinking about this. Yeah. You know, when you told me that what we're gonna be talking yeah, about, I was yeah, literally yeah. having this conversation in my head <laughs> like twenty times. Um, I was like, I realized I liked playing drums. Yeah. When I was uh in primary school, Zim mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, at Selborne. So how they used to like they, she went to like a bougie type school. Okay, it was I didn't not. go to. Bu- I'm just, I actually went no, to a bougie yeah, type nah, school. It was too. actually one of those you, like X Y yes, schools that yes, like became. Yes, that was my school. Majority, where you would have like tennis and swimming. Yeah, that was my school. Yeah. Like oh my yeah. god, <laughs> like three different rugby fields. <laughs> like for whatever reason, yeah, horse riding. <laughs> like <laughs> in Zim, like, I went to school that often. Horse riding. What is that? Did you? Not like not so every day, but like sometimes they would then bring horse riding ah, like activities okay, and stuff, yeah, and you yeah, do yeah. that. And yeah, but that That's was actually just, yeah, wow. that was just. Yeah, that's just very yeah. odd. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, like, but but I'm not talking about. That's what I'm saying. It's not every. It was just like activities that like were like more white than mm. you would expect. Actually, for I remember Zim my school, school doing this helicopter thing. Those types of activities. That's what yeah. I mean. Like they would give they would give us a, a chance to explore things that yeah, the yeah, average. Yeah. I came from the ghetto, man. Like I wasn't like ghetto ghetto, but like it was like just but a low, high density <laughs> area. You know, yeah, like yeah. not rich people, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, yeah, this is odd. The reality. It was a like oh, crossing yeah. two worlds kind of thing. I yeah. actually remember there was literally a train line. Grew up in Cheguju, so you oh, know, okay, I'm yeah, not yeah. a highlight person. Mm-hmm. There's a train line in Cheguju that literally divides the, the like rich. high density, more oh. poor areas to the rich, more suburban areas. And um, actually, I don't think I've ever were, been to Cheguju before. You probably would have. Have you been to Kadom? 
I Gueru. don't remember. Okay, you don't remember. Gueru, yes. Okay, okay, so if you've been to Gueru, you probably first. have driven through Chegut. Okay, but yeah. you just don't. Because it's a drive-through town as well, mm. pretty much. So I, I do. The last time I was there was like uh, a long time ago. But yeah, either way, we're digressing. But yeah, I, you, I do get we, you, you, you're taking yeah, you're, um, like, So the, at school, we used to do this. So I, I was in boarding school, right? Yeah. And obviously, if you, they played the bell, they wouldn't. we wouldn't hear it. Yeah. So yeah. they used to play drums. Ah, okay. And there'll be like six, seven people like lined up just playing drums. Mm-hmm. And that's how we knew it's either lunchtime, it's either dinner time, mm-hmm. or it's time to go and have a shower and go to sleep. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um so sometimes we would run, like we're not good to cheat. It's it's almost lunchtime. Let's yeah. go play the drums. Yeah. And that's when I realized I could play the drums because oh, I was okay. keeping up, mind you, I was like grade three, grade mm-hmm, two. Grade mm-hmm. four. But you just had the natural talent. Yeah, and yeah. I was keeping up to the boys that were like in Grade seven. Oh my god! That's when I was realized I was like, man, I'm actually good at this. Like, <laughs> man, I'm good at this. Yeah. Wow. So, and it just yeah. From then on, I was like, yeah, I like yeah. music. Yeah. Um, when I got the opportunity actually to play drums, like the actual proper drum set, set yeah. at school, it was as if I was playing the drums back in Zim. Like, okay. That's how natural it was. I didn't, I don't even know how to read music. Yeah. I just knew how to go with the with the with the beat, like so, whatever. like a rhythm thing for you. Yeah, like, it just was in you, kind of. Yeah, thing. you can't you can't go on a music sheet and be like, and just, you know, <laughs> what not, bad this, bad that. <laughs> but you can definitely exactly, get the beat and put, like replicate it. Yeah, essentially. yeah. Oops. And that's what I used to do. So when because I ended up being in the school band, yeah, and they would do like choir. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, like yep, I do. Remember, um, yeah. They will give me a song that we were gonna sing yeah. for choir, yeah. and they'll be like, "Just listen to the drums and do it." And I'll do it literally beat for beat. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize until it was like maybe years, year nine, year ten, mm-hmm. when my mom was like, oh, "You actually, actually really good, good at this." <laughs> and once my mom says you're actually good at something, yes. you're like, am I, am yeah, I that, really that, pro- that validation, yes. yeah, 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 that's so really good. That was it. That, but that's what I thought I was gonna do. Oh, okay. So be a drama, be a musician type musician, thing. Okay. not necessarily a musician, just something. To do with music. Okay. Yeah. I never want to be famous or anything like that. Yes. It's yes. Just because, you know, that's music. the thing people don't realize with music production now that I realize too. Like things like sound engineering, those are all yeah, jobs that you can get that are literally do. behind yes. the scenes. No exactly. one sees you. You don't even make sound engineering for movies. They know if you know, exactly. but like, you then become exactly. recognized maybe through awards, but you're not famous like that. Mm, you're not famous, like yeah. walking down the street. People. But you're still making that money. Yeah. But so, yeah. Um, obviously, the dream hasn't been realized. You know, um, <laughs> for me, I think I. I can say I wanted to be a lot of things when I was young. Like, mm. it was a combination of me being influenced by my parents. Mm. On the academic side, it was always medicine, medicine, medicine. Because everyone was like, you know you're so what? smart, you're so smart. But, like, I, don't, I never felt it. But, like, but you had an idea of what me. you wanted to do? In a way, I did. But then I lost that initi- immediately when I then started more, like, heavy high school work. Mm. And I realized this studying thing is just... It's not me, yeah. It's okay. not for me. Makes and sense. But that's Makes the problem. I, I think... I didn't have a clear picture because I was always flip-flopping between things. So mm. when I then realized, when I was like young, young, my parents always used to say, I would pretty much walk into any shop and be like, I want to be a salesperson. Then go to this thing. I want to be this. <laughs> so like, I can't say when I was A little young, butterfly. Everything. Yeah. I was up for everything. But that's because I think I was partly, not, I don't know if I can say exposed to a lot of things, but I think I was just generally interested in a lot of things. I would mm, read a okay, lot. So yeah. at some point I thought, oh, you know, maybe journalism, mm. I would write a lot and do all these things. So I, I can't say, I, unlike you, I didn't have a clear picture of like, I want to do this. But I do know yeah, no, the I dream that was fed to me, you more had like a passion. Mm. Okay. So for me, career-wise, I didn't have a passion, but the, what was fed to me was medicine. 
being okay. a doctor because yeah. people just assumed you're smart, so you've got to do it. Like you either you know. do engineering, lawyer, doctor when yeah, you're smart. Exactly like those traditional. Yeah. So yeah, the dream for me obviously hasn't been realized. I'm mm. glad it hasn't. Even my mom, obviously being a nurse, she tells me all the time like. Trust me, it's good you didn't do medicine. Because yeah. she's like, now it's not the same prestigious. Uh, you know, they overwork doctors. Still the opposite. And, my mom's still oh, like, wow. you need to do nursing. Okay. Why? Because she's like, now look the pandemic. Which yeah. what, what? No, what I don't. I don't. My mom. And you're like, okay, you're thinking it that way. Yeah. But, but if I was gonna be a nurse and hate my job, I wouldn't love I it. I feel like. But a lot of thing, my mom is not. Is not. <laughs> not like saying that, not but. doctor, but like she's still for like nursing and every other oh, type. My mom will advocate nursing every day. Doctor, but she's like, you can still do nursing because I do. Okay, I guess not necessarily having grown up with a dream mm-hmm. what i did end up realizing i really really wanted to do when i was in high school especially was interior design as in the general like industry not industry yeah. so in, interior design in terms of you know obviously homes whatever mm-hmm. spaces creating spaces i really was passionate about because i really love home design i, I watch like, like organizational home. kind of thing like that type of interior design or for homes for homes. for homes, like, okay. but I suppose you could then branch out. Who knows? Mm. But what I mean by that is, I was realizing I was really passionate about architecture. I used to do like, instead of going to play with my friends and watch movies, sometimes I'll be on my computer. You know those build a home programs yeah. that you can have. I'll be out here like what? designing my home. You know, like I just want to never even knew that. That's the thing. That's why I want to have these conversations because it's like we're friends, but like yeah, sometimes but you don't talk about that. Exactly, but like. That's what I would. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I remember going to interview for year eleven because we had to transition from year ten to year eleven. And like yeah. your school, we went like in the same stream of just going year seven to twelve, whatever. Like oh, okay. the senior school was like a separate thing, so I you had to that, interview yeah. for that. Yeah, is it still the same? Yes, but now they just made it K to twelve, so you okay. don't have to do the awkward interview in between. Mm-hmm. But when I went there, I was like, oh. I want to be, I want, I'm interested in architecture, Baba, because I was really interested in that in stuff. That, like, yeah. then mama sat me down. She's like, man, or do, health is the way to go. And yes. I was just like, that was shot down. So I suppose oh, no passion, yeah. no particular dream, but that was one thing that when I actually think back, I was really one. I, when we went to careers thing, I even got the books. I was ready to go into it. I'm not, mind you, I'm not a drawing person. Yeah. So I don't know how that would have worked out. Was but I was passionate about yeah. it. That's the thing. I was passionate about it, but it was shot down pretty quickly. So yeah. I have like a question that. though, but if, if, do you think if you did that as, a, as if you actually went yeah. to uni for yeah. that, yeah. how do you reckon your life would have been? I would think it would be so different. I think I would be 10 times happier. I think. Really? Yeah, I think because I still love home interior design. I yeah. watched home interior design I mean, shows. look at your room. I like, love, well, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> so much better than mine. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm honored it because I tried good, yeah. to make an effort in that. But it's more, I just enjoy that creating a space for people. Mm-hmm. But then also when a space transforms and like it becomes really new. So yeah. I think I might have really enjoyed just being creative like that. But then yeah. obviously I think, I can't say I regret where what the path I'm on because I think the path I'm on, if I'm to say do interior design, I'm a bit more realistic about it rather yeah. than like. But I, enough, that was like I feel like you struggle part of events for you. Yeah, like, just looking at a bare yeah. like yeah. room and then it yeah. transformed into yes, something really exactly. pretty. You enjoyed that, like, mm. and that's what just I, that part, just, <laughs> just that part, <laughs> nothing else, <laughs> just that part. Malika. <laughs> I love just realizing like, oh, it's actually true. pretty, yeah. You, but I think that, like what you're saying, would I have, my, well, I guess my life would have been different. It's more like, I think maybe then I would have struggled bad to get a job and I would have maybe resented it that true. way because it's not an easy career mm. to, to yeah. make. So in a way, that's why I'm like, I'm grateful that at least I do have a nine to five that I can work at and mm-hmm. maybe do something different. So mm-hmm. that's fine. But you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. But then how have you, I guess, reconciled since you haven't realized the dream? The dream. How have you reconciled 
having to find another path. Like when you then realized, okay, I want to do music. I yeah. can't. Yeah. I have to do something else. Mm-hmm. How did you sort of just come to terms with that and like maybe make more practical or realistic decisions? Um, it was it was like a slap in the face, really. Mm. It was like reality literally slapped me in the mm-hmm. face. Like mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Yeah, you have to do something else. Um, I struggled by I rebelled in my own way, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Um, that's how I came to terms with it, to be honest. Yeah, I yeah. just didn't care. Yeah, to, yeah. To an extent. Yeah, you're just more apathetic to whatever your life yeah. career thing I, is going to be. I was like, doing yeah. the, the, the carer, you know, the mm-hmm. um, nursing that I'm doing now. From the beginning, I hated it. I still mm. hate it now. It mm. was just like, it's giving me the money. Yep. I don't, yep. I'm not complaining. My bills are paid. That's it. Yeah. Um, it even got to a point where I was like... Um, Constantly going back to Queensland. Mm. Do you remember that time? Yes, I was just yes, like, you oh, were in Queensland, Queensland like all the time. Yeah. month for yep. whatever reason. Yep. Thank God Simply. for COVID, it's kept you here now. <laughs> <laughs> literally. For I'm us, literally anyway. Itching going yeah, back to yeah. Simply because I just didn't want to face the, rea- the, the reality yes. of not knowing what I wanted to do. Mm. Until mm. I started just being like, I don't know, I think the older I get, I think probably like 24. That's when I was like, bro, you, you can't just keep yeah. going to Queensland you running away to. from your yes. problems. Yes, yes. Yeah. They're running away, I totally relate. They're running yeah. away. I, t- I was very apathetic to my degree. Mm-hmm. Like when I look back, man, I could have got HDs. I could have made yeah. effort to be the star yeah. student to just make my path easier to the job market. Because obviously, you know, if you think about it, it's COVID. So obviously the companies aren't hiring. So they really need like more merit than they yeah. just do need people. Because yeah. in general, you could probably be hired, but... Because now it's like less workforce. They are looking at the grades a little bit more. Especially at least the top things Mm. anyway. And when I look back, because I was so apathetic to what I was doing. Because, yeah, I I had changed. I was like, yeah, I really want to, you know, law is interesting. But I just didn't care anymore. I just wanted to get out of uni. Like, I was so over studying and people like getting ahead of me and me just being in one spot. And I'm like, yo, I just the worst part Because even for me, so I like to say like most of my friends, um, Zimbabwean or not, mm-hmm. 99% of them are very uh, academic people. Yeah. So okay, when okay. I see them, well, back then, not, yes. not now, yeah, yeah. like when I was like 23, 24, when mm-hmm. I was seeing everybody just excelling even in uni yes, and yes. everything, I was just like, what the hell is wrong yeah, with you? Like, yeah. But you see, what? as yeah. much as you're looking maybe at even me, like going, mm. she's excelling. I was trying, I was That's hating my life. We're always comparing to like yourself to other people, but you don't even know what the other person's going yeah. through. Because I, I was looking at you going, Lali has already done her thing. She's already thinking about another career. What? I haven't even started yeah. X, Y, Z. That's how I thought. Because I was like, you've achieved something. Mm. You now have a chance to do something. Because I remember I was always trying to motivate you whenever you told yeah. me, oh, I'm trying to do X, Y, Z schooling. And yeah. I'm like, you know, you've already got something. So you can, you've done something before. So you yeah. can always push yourself. But I didn't even realize you were, you were like. Confused. Man, and I remember yeah. studying psychology, right? Mm. Um, And to be honest, psychology is not something that I want to do for a career. Mm-hmm. It's literally an interest mm-hmm. that I wanted to go to school for. Yeah. Completely yeah. nothing to do with yes. the career. Yeah. Um, but then, like I said, I'm not an academic person. Mm-hmm. And psychology is one of those that you have to read a lot. Oh, yes. A lot. I can and imagine. I'm not a reader. Yeah. So as soon as the first semester, I was like, what the hell did I get myself <laughs> into? Like, what am I doing here? Honestly, I was like, what am I doing here? Oh, but also, God. the interest was there enough for me to pass that first semester. Mm-hmm. But it was just got so overwhelming with, like, work and uni, full-time, yes, everything. Yeah. So I just had to defer it. But I'm, I'm going to come back to psychology. Yeah. I feel like later in my life, yeah. when I've settled, not saying I'm not settled now. Yeah, but, but hey, 
when when yeah. things are less up in the air like they are for us at exactly. the moment. <laughs> but I guess okay, I, I guess because we have similar reconciliations in terms of like sometimes being apathetic to it and then just sort of realizing you just gotta get get on with it. Just mm-hmm. gotta work. Mm-hmm. That's adulting for you. Like mm-hmm. our parents didn't have this dream even to know what be like. Is. Sh- tell me. Still, like, why? Still why trying to figure out why does why does adulting <laughs> exist? Yeah, like, I, what I is have this? friends that are either now married mm-hmm. yes. or have babies. I can't even get out of my bed. Okay, like sometimes the only like, thing is like everyone's like, Lally, you know, you, you, you get into the point where you need to start thinking about getting married." And I'm like, "Why? Exactly, uh, yo, why? marriage is not something to rush to. Or uh, just enjoy why? your life. Like, I'm really like enjoy your life, please." If we don't want to get into the marriage talk, but I'm just using that as an example to say that was part of the comparison for me because I was thinking yeah. certain people because obviously like you think they've hit certain milestones and whatever, whatever. But then sometimes they haven't even finished like uni. Sometimes yeah, yeah. they haven't done uni mm-hmm. or they have done uni and they haven't even really started their career, so yeah. maybe they haven't figured that out. So it's not always like roses for everybody. And mind you, I'm I feel not like finding a career as well. Anyone. You kind of need to know yourself. Yes. Well, yes, definitely, definitely. To really know exactly what you want to do, because you know that that saying, like you need to look for a job that doesn't feel like a job. It was just more like the reality yes. of it is like that's gonna take yep. a long time because a job is hard. Mm. Like going to a job, waking up in the morning and saying I'm gonna go to work. Oh my god, that's I couldn't I do be night left. Shift. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wake up in the morning. <laughs> You just feel like you're staying up for a movie night yeah, or something. Literally, <laughs> I literally watch TV all night. That's it. Oh wow! Mm. Oh my god! But thanks for that answer, though. But uh, so, how much do you think high school for you provided a good? Like, okay, how much do you think? Yeah, high school provided a, if you can call it a good enough foundation for you to better like understand what you wanted to be, or did it not at all provide? A good enough foundation for you to think, because I know you're talking about so not being academic. Did high school prepare me for the big bit. Well, yes, did it? Do, did it world. do that? Yeah. No. Mm. I um look, I'm about to be controversial. Oh no, do um. So my high school that I went to was very small, mm. as you know. Yes, and yeah. It was very um religious. Yep. That it, I felt like nothing, nothing wrong with religious high schools or anything like that, but. but this particular high school, <laughs> it sheltered me from knowing what the like yeah. anything outside of religion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So obviously, you, you have like an eighteen-year-old that is literally a Bible. I was very much strictly Scripture. by the Bible. Yes. Yeah, I went out in the like in the world, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. So I was not prepared at all. Yep. yep. Even academically, even. In terms of, because they, 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 it was compulsory to do religion. The subject. Yes. So yeah. that was like, that one was more important than maths and English. Oh, and wow. Whatnot at that particular school. Mm-hmm. So it's like, did it prepare me for anything? Yeah. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not no, at all. I do. And funny enough, even though you're saying you came from like a more religious school, I mm. came, I went to a religious school as well, mm. but obviously they were a bit more academic. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. But I still feel like high school in general for me because I generally have this problem with the education system in general. I just feel yeah, like yeah. the education system Definitely. is shite. It needs to Definitely. change. It needs to revamp itself. Mm-hmm. It needs to catch up with the times. Because it, like what you're saying, it creates a false sense of security. You could be like you do X, Y, Z subjects. Then you're going to be X, Y, Z career. Exactly. And everything's going to be exactly. out there. But it's not. And that's the word. That's what broke my heart when I And what most year 12s don't realize is you're competing with... A, Thousands more year twelves. 
you're not just competing with your school. Literally, like, you know, the pressure to go into a certain degree mm. and do that degree, but not even realizing that when you leave that degree, there's hundreds of thousands of kids that have exactly. done the exact same degree. Exactly. So if they're in the top percentile in that uni, mm. they're probably at the bottom percentile in general of yeah. the country because mm-hmm. of national employment, whatever. So for me, I feel like high school, it's not. You learn a lot. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. Like yes, you learn your knowledge, whatever. But then practical skills. No, I we don't get any practical skills. No. You don't even do financial management in school. I don't even Which know why we do ancient me. history. I'm Which, sorry. I don't mind you doing ancient history, but don't force. Like don't don't make it the be all and end all. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Give us some skills that are just skills. Mm-hmm. You know, like yes, you know, I was laughing. One of Melissa's friends, my little sister Melissa, she was talking about doing food technology. Yeah. She was saying how ridiculous it is for her to do food technology. She did it as an elective, obviously, because she has to choose an elective. Yeah. She thought she'd go for the easiest elective she can do. Yeah. But she can already cook. She's 12 years old, but she was raised in a home where she, she had to cook. cook like we did. Yeah, exactly. So, But then you find that she's now well, well ahead of the pack, but has to be behind because uh, those kids that don't know how to cook know how have to, cook. to like start yeah. X, Y, Z. But then I would rather they learn how to cook mm-hmm. than go and do like ancient history 10,000 exactly. hours of exactly, the day. Exactly, exactly. That's what I meant. Because yeah. things like ancient history, they're like, I loved modern history. I did modern history. I loved it. But they're like interests you can learn on the internet. Exactly. You don't need a like, teacher even, to really even the like... Caesar thing Because I did ancient history, but half the time, all the stories I were, um, that we had to learn yeah. again, basically, we watched them in like cartoons when yes, we were younger. exactly. So it's, it's like, like we already know the story yes, of it. Yes. But now you just have to find the yes, meaning of yes. it. Yes, there's no practice. Like, yes, they say, oh, you know, you learn research schools. Okay, great, mm-hmm. great. I learned research mm-hmm. schools. But then... Man, wait, wait, to what point do I then take that research skill and make it like a practical thing? And yeah. so I can go out with a job and like. I get feel like it. if we did, I I don't know. Did did you guys have like ethics on that at your school? Not really. Because I feel like I know some high schools now have yeah. like ethics as a subject. Okay. I feel like okay. if we did that, that at would a younger be. age. Yes. For me, someone who did business that actually has an ethic subject. Yes. When I finished high school, yes. it would actually help me. That's true. But That's true. We didn't even didn't have what was it called. Business law? Oh, yeah, I th- we didn't even have business oh, as a subject. Okay. I, know, so, I mean, your school probably yeah, had we, business. Yeah, we, we did, We yeah. didn't have business. Yeah. But I school. feel like it would still have been theoretical. Mm. It wouldn't have been as practical, practical as it could be. But it would have helped for someone who had, would have done a business well, that's degree. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not knocking the whole knowledge, but I'm just knocking mm-hmm. more there's less of a prioritization of, like, alternative careers. Yeah. Pushing, like, you know, you're interested in music. Yes, you went to school that pushed you to do music. But you never got exposure to be like, you could potentially be a sound engineer. Exactly. We didn't even have music as a subject. Oh. It was just me liking how liking playing like enjoying we, playing my music. We had music, but it wasn't like I don't think as tech. I didn't do music, so mm. those that have done music at school might be different. But I don't think every high school is as technical. The richer the school is, the yeah. more stuff they're going to do. Of course, but yeah. not everyone goes to a rich school. Yeah. So what about the rest of us, public school system type? Mm. I mean, I was a private school in Macquarie Fields. Come it on, it is private school, but then it's still using a pretty general. Yeah, I mean, because of the area system. that it's yes. in as well. Yes, mm. but. When you look at like private, private, like those rich kings, whatever type That's right, the North City type of, yeah. They're a bit different because they will get all these offerings. Exactly. So maybe they're a bit more exposed than mm-hmm. we are. But then I don't know if they would still get the practical type experience to be like, oh my God, I can go off and do something that's not just yeah. law, medicine, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So I that's what, what I. Saying. And also, yeah. what, how can you expect 18 year old, 17 year old kids that have been spoon fed for 12 to 13 years for to be like, the rest of their yeah, lives? Make a career decision. Like, I don't understand. That's, That's I- what literally annoyed me because the <laughs> pressure, let me tell you this, the pressure from year 12 yes. to me actually starting at this hotel school mm-hmm. was mama kept asking me every single what day, Chaitay, 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 Wafunga Gute, what are you going to do? What are you thinking of doing? Yes. And 
it wasn't until I had to beg my sister. So my, mind you, Maju was at another hotel school, mm-hmm. but she was doing her chefing, whatever. Yeah, she was actually working culinary and stuff like stuff, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think she she actually um, applied for me. I didn't apply for myself to mm-hmm. go to this business school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She did it for me because mom was like constantly on your yes pushing on your me case. to make that yeah. decision. So yeah. she then made that decision for me. And then I ended up doing that. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't me actually actively doing it. I feel like if she didn't make that decision, I still would have been in limbo. Oh, until yes. Now. <laughs> oh, my God. I still would have been in limbo I, until now. My dad literally came home one day and he's like, oh, these pharmacy courses like that are in yeah. Sydney Uni that are there offering. Like, what yeah. do you think? And that's how, like, I didn't, See, I never went on the HR list subject exactly. and I was like, See, oh, my God. I didn't wanted, make this decision. No, we didn't. I, and that's why I think my dad, to this day, I think my dad is really... I can't say heartbroken, mm. but I think he feels some kind of responsibility that maybe he might have pressured me to be into oh, this okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. and that's why they've been quite good with me making the transition to law because oh. I think they were like, "Man, we can see she's struggling." Like yeah. I was out here crying and hating myself. So I remember those make, lies. Oh, I'm not even kidding. Jesus, Jesus, but you know the the fact actually we didn't make that decision just mm. shows we weren't even set on. Uh, we weren't prepared. We were not prepared. We weren't prepared. Not at all. Like high school and just gave me a, a foundation, but mm. it was not a good enough foundation for me to fly like how I was supposed I to I feel fly. like if I had taken that gap year I oh, would have yes. been okay Yes, I would have been How okay. How much I wish I'd done a gap year. Go to Europe somewhere. Work is a backpacker. <laughs> anything. You oh know? my God, you're so right. Anything. You're so right. Been, okay, I yes. would have literally took my time to actually find out what I probably would have pursued music as well. Because you would have just been doing it as a thing on the side, yeah, exactly. and then it would have grown and, funny and grown enough, and grown. I haven't picked up my guitar in years. Oh no, you really need to. You it's really because you. That's the thing. I, I think creative creativity is hard because it's always stifled by life. Like mm. generally, the demands of life make yeah. you just. just and because obviously in be high creative. school I had so much free time, all I did was play my guitar. Yes. Now. Don't even have a second. Yeah. When you have, have the second, second, you wanna just you wanna sleep. You wanna just rest. <laughs> You don't want to do anything. Your back hurts. Your feet hurt. You know, I was telling you that, like, I don't want to work on the weekends, Mm. like I I usually do. That's because when I think of all the creative stuff that I want to do during the week, I'm so tired. I don't even have energy to do them. Like, I want to do them, but I'm so tired. I honestly get you. Man, tomorrow's work. Ah, And especially nine to five. Yo, nine to five is not a dream. (laughs) It's Saturday night. You're like, shit, tomorrow is Sunday. And the week is already over. (laughs) The weekend is done. Because Sundays is like one of those days that just goes like that. Yes, definitely. Especially with our church life. Exactly. Oh my God. I think it's even worse because our church is in the afternoon. Yes. So you can't really do much during the day. Especially pre-COVID. COVID, like, I'm like, God, thank you. Because sometimes I'll be in the church room, but I'll be like, oh, my computer, you know, doing whatever. Because, you know, uh, but like, yeah, so I get you. Like, yeah. Saturday is the only day you get to do anything. That's, that's the packed day. That's why and that's the adulting part we were yes, talking about before. exactly. But then remember how we're talking about, like, how you don't like partying on Saturdays anymore? You like parties on Friday? Fridays. That's the same sentiment I have because I'm feeling like if I do a party on Friday, then I can have all of Saturday. But if I do, and I still have Sunday to relax. But if we do Saturday, my relaxing is taken up. Like, yeah. You either prepare. Especially if you're going to be drinking, then yes. you're going to be hungover on Sunday. And. Oh my gosh! By Monday, you're starting. Like, which one we have to go to the city? We have to dress up. Oh. You're spending from like 3 p.m. dressing up, then you travel to the city, then you eat, drink, then you mm-hmm. come home, rest, hangover. Wake mm-hmm. up in the morning. Oh my god! Oh yep. my god! Oh my god. I still, yeah, so. I'm sorry, completely coming from like the subject we're talking about. Yes, yes. But it has to do with partying. I still can't understand how 30 plus people mm-hmm. are partying every weekend. Yes, not because of money. If they have the money, they can do yes. it. But like, I'm tired. 
Do 10 p.m. My I'm body's tired. Like, Let's go to bed. I'm like, tired. Oh, how they do it? 30 plus. Yeah. Yeah. And constantly. Every mm. weekend. Every weekend. Without a doubt. Even, yes. with, even with the COVID. Ah, they'll find a way to to have a good time they'll or find something. A way. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. Yeah, but I guess uh, next question. Oh, I, we're calling a question, but we're not interviewing each other. But like, mm-hmm. I guess for a bit of context for this question, as you know, like Zimbabweans, mm-hmm. you know, even parents and kids, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. like most migrants as well. Like if anyone who's non-Zimbabwean is listening, they're obsessed with the careers in the traditional law, medicine, you know, yes. whatever, health, engineering, science, whatever. And yes, I acknowledge that those careers are stable. Mm-hmm. You know, they they give you the jobs, whatever. But there are so many jobs outside of that and yeah. careers outside of that I've now realized. You know, like what we're just using, you would have known about a sound engineering career until you like sort of talk to more people in the music exactly. world and they tell you what they do, you yeah. know. There are people that are paid to like make sound effects in music mm-hmm. for Christ's sake. Like crunch cabbages like, and stuff. Like wet top cloths. Exactly, to make it like that. Yeah. in sound. You know, that's it job that someone has mm-hmm. but we don't know about that because we are from that sort of like insulated migrant yeah. type you know community so, but then how much do you think the emphasis on like or the over emphasis i should say on traditional career paths impacted you to like decide what you want to study you know because i know you said ma she made the decision for you yeah. but she didn't necessarily force you to say go and do it no. but how much did the sway of like the fact that you would be having a traditional type or a job or a career out of this career. how much did that influence how much did the um that over emphasis of you know, people and society and stuff kind of mm-hmm. like make you think, oh yeah, you know what? If I do this, then it'll tick X Y box for yeah. X Y people. Yeah, um, a lot obviously because oh, yeah. I I ended up doing a very um I would say generic, um what's it called degree? Yes, business, which is I feel like every second person that I meet has done is business. it a business degree? You know exactly. So yeah. it's like very common. Um, many people did it. Obviously, I fell into that as well. I feel yeah. like also coming from mom and daddy. It was uh, either, either you know, nursing, teaching. Mm-hmm. Because what they had when yes. they were in Zim yes. was, was you either become a nurse, a teacher, an engineer, or, yep. you know, a doctor. Yep. Well, they had that same mentality. Mm-hmm. Coming to Australia, I think also they were not exposed to a lot of options. Definitely not. Definitely not. There's not a lot of unis yes. in Zim. Yes, actually, it's funny you're chatting, because I was going to ask that question. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they don't have a lot of unis. But maybe now, mm-hmm. but back then they didn't have a lot of unis in Zim, mm-hmm. so they had, mm-hmm. like, limited courses, probably. Yes, yes they But did. when you come to Australia, where there's thousands of universities. Because, you know, uh, my mom is still like, or my dad, I should say more, is more like, it's still like, oh, master's degree. And I'm like, yo, do you, yeah. you don't need a master's degree in this day and age. It's a good thing to have. Yes. But it's not really something Necessary. you need. Yes. Whereas back in the day, you did. Yeah, exactly. You did. You I did. think that people that are doing master's now are just doing it simply because they want it. Yes. Not like they have For to that have prestige and stuff pro- like that. You know, progress yeah. in life. That's true. Um, yeah, so I think once I came here and once I started hearing people be like, oh, no, I want to be an artist. Like, mm-hmm. I wanna, you know, drawing and stuff like that, painter or whatever. Your I was mind like, was bonded. <laughs> be paid painting. You know, imagine. Yes. And, and even like now, I still have the the, the mentality. Dude, imagine going to my mind and be like, I want to be a painter. Yes, that's true. You know? That's true. I feel like also our parents were so scared because they have to answer to the family back, back home. home. Yeah. Could yeah. see, painting. Yes. Yes. What so kind like, of parents are you? <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, doctor. It's like so you literally letting yeah. your child be a painter. Yeah. That scrutiny yeah, was exactly. So they also them. had a lot of pressure coming from 
home, yeah. which then they pressured us to stay in the traditional business, pathway. The yeah. doctor, as long as you nursing. do a degree that has the nice name uh-huh. to it, you know, your mom can go and say, I oh, did a, a degree in business. And uh-huh. people will be like, Oh, okay, she wants to be a businesswoman. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, but really, <laughs> I'm a receptionist. No, you know what I mean? Oh, God. It, it, they just associate a degree they name. Do, they do, and it's funny the, because you can just the only person you can see saying that is Gogo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a business. Yeah, I had a business woman, and now true. you can't go back when I go and be like, ah, oh, yeah, no, I'm painting the black. What happened? I thought we were gonna make money for us. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I guess we touched a little bit on your parents in that question. So I guess your mom, you said she she really influenced you in terms of pressuring you and stuff like that. Yeah. But without that support, how... Do, just in case of, Mama hears this. Oh, like, no, we're no, not bagging hating. anyone. Yeah, we're just talking we love you, general, Mama. Definitely, definitely. We love you all parents out there, you know. You know, you, you, you brought us to Australia. <laughs> your you visa. for these opportunities. <laughs> what was the visa called? Four, five, six? I don't know. There was some visa Something, name that they yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Anyway, thank you for that. You know, thank you for the for the nursing you did back yes. home because then you got us here. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> but how did you deal with that, though? Like, in terms of no, knowing that you can't go to your mom and be like, I want to be a musician or I want to be a painter or whatever like you're just generalizing mm. how did you deal with I that didn't yeah for a very very big chunk of my life yeah. I was very depressed mm. I did not mm. enjoy life because I just didn't know what I wanted to do yes yes and I didn't deal with it that's yes. the problem like I just internalized it yep. and just kept and know. that's our because best you can't well not that you can't I didn't know how to express it yeah I didn't know how to express that I I was upset that I have to do a degree that I didn't want to do. Yes. I didn't know how to express that I don't know what I wanted to do in life because you have this, like, expectations of once you're 25, you got to get your shit together. Yeah. Now I'm 26. I'm just starting to get my shit together. So it's like, I don't know. I never never dealt with it. I'm just starting to deal with it now. Yeah. um, I feel like because, obviously, you know, the mental health thing has Mm -hmm. boomed the past Mm -hmm. um, couple of years. So it's like... I've just been aware of my own emotions and how to deal with myself. Therefore, I had to deal with my past. Yes. I had to, like, start being like, okay, obviously, you went through this whatever by yourself. You're going to have to be more self-aware. That's true. I'm starting to deal with it now. That's true. That's true. I think these stages, or that's why even starting this was kind of like my realization of me dealing with the fact that I can't do both in terms of, like, trying to be creative a bit more than what I wanted to do in the past. And then also, I can also realize that in some ways... I just, I was just unaware of my life. Exactly. You know? Like, it, I'm really just starting to wake up it, from my like. I like, thing. It's like I've been asleep. It's like 25 so is long. when you're starting to wake up. It's it's not good to you it, know. I don't know. People time. just say you have to get it before 25, yes. but for some reason, once you hit 25, that's when everything starts yes. to make sense. For all the people, honestly, that have been able to do the. Go to high school, do a degree in four years, be 22. Literally, do whatever you want to do. Like you literally mm-hmm. were passionate about. Mm-hmm. That's great for you guys. Yeah, or even exactly. if they're not passionate about it, but they got into it and they stuck to it and they did it and they they have a and job. They love it, yeah. Good for you. But yeah. that's not the majority. That's what I'm realizing. Like, the more it's, I talk yeah. to people, the more I realize uh, we're not alone in no. this like boat of like confusion and, yeah. <laughs> not and like I said, most most people are just don't want to didn't want to deal with it at yes, the time. Yes, definitely. Most people did not want to deal with it. The they parental, just had to do what they had to do. Not support. I can't say our parents didn't support us. They they love us. They want us to do the best. But I think we didn't feel comfortable enough to go and talk to them exactly. about it. But you know, 
I've I've also come to terms that that's not their fault as well. Yes, that's true. Now People now accountability. Accountability. Yeah. Now yeah. now mama is at the point where I can actually talk to her about everything. Yes. Because she's realized oh, Lali's not a child anymore. Mm-hmm. She's messed up. I've messed up. Yep. You know, you know, you know when you so go back start, and you sort yourself in, yes. individually and you yeah. come back and be like, you know, yeah. reconciling. That's what we're doing now. That's good. Cool. But Back then, you know, you can of course because you still have that demarcation yeah. rather than mm. more of a friend now yeah. or someone you can like yeah. to and like you mean talk with and like because in Zimbabwe your parents now. are not your friends. Oh, definitely not. They're not your friends. You can't even call them by name. Like you know, hey, even, so when my back friend in was the calling, generation, they didn't even know their parents' names. That's how far <laughs> it would go. Like you just be Baba, Baba who? Like what? <laughs> you just reminded me the first time. I was still in high school. My one of my, this, uh, I had a friend, and he, um, Mama came to pick me up from school. Yeah, and he was like, "So you remember what the old office was?" Yes, yeah, it was very like, yeah, yeah. So Mama was standing by the office, and I was walking with him to the office because his mom was like in the car park mm-hmm. as well. And I was like, "Oh, what's your mom's name?" And I'm just you know answering Judith. Did I expect him to say hi, Judith? No, but when he did say that, I looked at him like. What are you, you just called me into the biggest shit. Yes. <laughs> you know, mama's face was yes. kind of like... Yes. But that's because in white culture, mm. they don't have the my lali mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. thing. They mm-hmm. don't have those, what do you call it, prefixes to whatever. Yeah. They don't have that culture of like respecting adults mm. in some other degree, whereas yeah. we do. So that makes it really, really difficult. And even me, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't say my, obviously... Let's say Jennifer. Mm-hmm. That's the... I would say Mr. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, Mrs. That's true. Blah, blah. That's true. Because... There's no my, like you said, yes, in English. In English yeah. But like you just have that respect. You yeah. can't call them by. You can't call them by names. Yeah. I can it's never bit, do. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I would just be like, oh, your mom or. Yeah. Naomi's mom or something. Oh, hi, mom. Or, yeah, I get I'll just saying. say a name. Like, mm. just, yeah, just, it's, yeah, it's very odd. But yeah, it's, I don't know how we got there. No, it's, it's, it came from something, but it, it was relevant. <laughs> it was relevant. The people that are listening know how we got here. Oh, no, we're talking, <laughs> we're talking about how the, um, your parents are not your friends. Yes, that's yeah. true. That's true. But so how, like, in terms of then, now, you're mm. sort of on an alternative career path to where you were. You did business. You did the degree. You yeah. got it. There was more confusion than there was clarity. Yep. For, for me too. How have you dealt with the, pra- like, how did you do, or how have you dealt with the pra- uh, practicalities of considering that alternative career? As in, like, how much of a money influence was there or interest influence was there? I don't know if I'm making sense. It's in the mm. sense that, yes, you are now doing something different. Mm. But what did you have to consider to do that different? Did you, like, to pull away from just doing a business type career path that yeah. you were on? You're already doing event planning. How did you pull away from that? Like, what did you have to consider to, to, to pull away from that? Um. Okay, so a lot of people, like, people that do know me, mm-hmm. I know you know me, but... um. <laughs> They know that if I don't like a job, I will leave it mm, without even definitely. second guessing. Without <laughs> I even second guessing, yeah. and unfortunately, I've had too many jobs like that, and that was the first time I ever did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I when I realized I didn't like it, yes, I, was, yes. I just left. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about it, so I can't say what was it. I can't really pinpoint there wasn't exactly what it was. Just yeah. like I was hating going to work every mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. absolutely hating it. And there was it got maybe like a couple months where I never had a good day at work. Mm-hmm. So I just I just left. Yeah, yeah. Simple as that. More like so it was more for your for your well being, really. Yeah, like yeah. That, than anything yeah. else. And yeah. No, no. You, you keep going through. No, and then nurse. um, even when I started nursing, mm-hmm. my first job, I probably was there for three months and I left. And the next one, I was there for like weeks yes. and I left. Yes. And then Mama ended up getting me a job at her work, mm-hmm. and obviously I couldn't just leave because Mama's there, and I ended up being there for like almost two years. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Remember when I got transferred yes. to Penrith? Yes, yes, I remember. When I got to Penrith because Mama wasn't there, I hated it yeah. and I lasted three. You months. had nothing to like keep you tethered exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah, so like I left. Excuse. I left two weeks before the pandemic happened. <laughs> so remember. then I, I had no choice but to go back yes, into nursing. Yeah. Yes. Well, and I guess in that sense, so the challenges. I guess you could say you've experienced from that. Like, yeah. have, what types of challenges? Because you know when you're transitioning between jobs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, there are times of periods of unemployment, oh so you God, don't have the yeah. money and all that. Yeah, so, like, what yeah, challenges yeah. have you met that have just sort of, like, made it not difficult, but just, yeah, just challenging yeah. to to have moved away from something that is more stable, I suppose, mm. to where, I, where you're trying to just figure out, figure out, figure out. But, yeah. Well, okay, let's, let's talk about this. Like, when you're unemployed, the one thing that my mom did encourage me mm. when I did have jobs was to save. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was okay in terms of money was when I was That's unemployed. So I, I wasn't really worried about that, but obviously I can't just sit home and do nothing. Mm-hmm. I just jumped onto the next thing. Yes. Um, yes. The transition was never like, <laughs> a long you know, period. That's yeah, good. It, was, it was maybe like the most I had was the two months when I, when the pandemic happened, because yeah. no one was hiring at all. That was the most, but it was maybe like two weeks, yep. three weeks. Yep. And then you get something. And I get the next job. Yeah. It wasn't like a long period of, period of time where I was just doing nothing. Yeah, because for me, I feel like I had, because of this, for you, you'd already sort of done your degree. So this mm. was now more a job for you to quit and go. Yeah. For me, it was like, I hadn't even <laughs> finished my <laughs> oh, yeah. previous degree. And I'm thinking, so what do I do now? Like, yeah. This was already a struggle. Like, but can I just I, say though, Yeah. you held it down because not one day did I see you stress. At home, the you know people what at I mean? home don't the say that. that they probably <laughs> yes. see you more, obviously. Yes. Yeah, like, but whenever I saw you, I never sensed that sense. something yeah. was wrong. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just generally made my personality. I, I don't so. try to I go out so. and be like to people. I mean, I, I, I always drop it in conversation with people, mm. I find. But it's never in a way where I'll be like, oh my God, guys, did it depress ah. all this stuff? It's more just generally. I might be like, oh man, you know, you need so hard. Blah, blah, but I wouldn't be saying it in the literal sense of what I'm actually feeling. because we were feeling. all like, our gen- our age we're all in uni at the yes. same time so everybody was kind of like uni is hot yes so you so couldn't i couldn't act pick up that at, like yes. you're actually struggling yeah, that's okay. true. That, that, that struggle was like very much very present Emotional? my parents knew about it like yeah. every, they were just i remember one day i was so overwhelmed that i wanted to fake being sick so that i could get out of an exam like go to the doctor oh. say you know i'm sick then use that as a supplementary exam mm. excuse or whatever i end up doing the exam but you know what happened the exam that I wanted to fake being sick at, I ended up passing. And the exam that I went for that I was fine with, I ended up failing that freaking Ooh. subject. I was so annoyed. I was like, I could, no, no, actually, what happened? Wait, no, the exam that I wanted to fake being sick for, I ended up actually failing it. Okay. I knew that I was going to fail it. And yeah. then the, the exam that I thought I was going to fail, that I did maybe like the next day after mm, that, you passed. Totally passed it. And I was like, I should have just, God was telling me not to do that. <laughs> subject in law that i was like damn why oh so this is law oh, this is not this is now pharmacy. law not pharmacy okay, like so afterwards yeah, yeah, yeah. just sort of melding everything because it's sort of the one topic but was law a struggle for you like not a struggle per se but did not you... as much of a struggle it's just more i was apathetic like i was saying mm. before so i just i didn't put as much effort half yeah. the time i was just like you know what and by the way i was now like an older student so i was now dealing with like <laughs> 80 19 year old kids and they're out here putting up their hands Uni sucked because, law sucked, I should say, because the, like the part that only sucked for me was they had this thing called class participation, right? So you had to be like the eager student that gets 
I think 10% of your grade, sometimes even 15% was weighted towards class participation as in discussion. Wow. Mind you, it's good to encourage discussion. That's but crazy. if the subject is not discussive enough, why mm. do you want me to discuss? I don't care. Okay, I don't care. I'm learning at home. Just let me learn at home. But so like you actually have to participate in this class. Participate. You have to talk. The amount of times you talked, weighed how much you're going to get for a percentage, literally. Really? Did they like mark it down? Like, yes. Or did you talk teacher, to once? Or did you talk twice? One called a supernova. So he would be like, if you talk so well that you give me this answer that's out of the blue, I will give you this supernova, Mark. Remind you, it's just one tick for that day, but uh, it's just something to encourage people. And it was all teachers' pets. Uh, I found it's just I just hated it. Mm. I hated that dynamic of going to school. So therefore, I wasn't a struggle. It was just I just didn't care about it. Okay. But with pharmacy, though, that struggle was like a lot. That when I had to consider like what I had to do alternatively. Yeah, we we're going to Zim for a holiday. I still remember. It took me that whole six weeks, let's say, period that you go to Zim for a holiday. All of that time thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I remember contacting some of my friends. You know Pida, right? Mm-hmm. She, because we were... Um, my twin? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because we were... I was in Zim and she was still at Sydney Uni for me. So I had to get her to help me to like apply for like withdrawing from that degree ah, right, okay. and then applying for a new one because she had all my details and stuff. So I was literally to like, help me to get into this degree, but no, no, help me to get, help me to fill out this form yeah. application for. So it was really like something that I had to sit down and think about. So the transition had to be like, I had that. There were more. So you actually had that time to like sit and I be had like, that this time. is what I, I wanted to do. But what I didn't take time to do, which is not so much of a regret, but I wish I had just thought about more was the actual job. Yes, I could study law, mm. but did I want to be a lawyer like okay, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what because you're saying. Because what I, why I got into law, what attracted me to law was people saying, oh, it's a very broad degree. You can do so much. You can do this, so you can do that. And, and that's how they sell it to that's you That's how they sell it that's to you. That's how mama is selling nursing oh to me. Oh, my God. You do nursing, but you don't have to be a nurse. You, you do all of this exactly. stuff. Exactly. But to I get, get to you, all of I that stuff, you, you gotta have to be have all these experience and shit. And I wish I had known that because yeah. I would have been like, nah. Yeah. The actual lawyering part, I don't mm. know. I'm still, so for me, that's, I guess, my nutshell. Like half inspector stuff. It's, it's <laughs> to be half inspector. <laughs> You have to not even have a life to be a respect because it's just a lot. Like I'll tell you, and doesn't it doesn't it suck that you find, you'll be watching these shows where it makes it seem so desirable? Like, yes, I want to be a respect, yes. yes. but to get there, dude. Mm. I, if I can tell you that there's this one document that we had to do at work, yo. Don't think lawyers are having fun. We're just mm-hmm. typing half the time, oh. thinking how to to change the word not to 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 this. Like, will it affect? Am I like, hey, yo? Why didn't you tell me this before? I this is so funny. It's, it's so hey. funny. No, it's only funny because it's like the realization of what you're doing after your degree. You, it's only you only yeah. find out once you're once, there. Yeah, exactly. And mm. you only find like maybe. And I know right now I'm, it's too too early to talk about it. Because I'm not yet a lawyer, like I was saying, like yeah. I have to be qualified, and I'm still doing that and stuff. You have to do but the bars, yeah. It's not really a bar here. We don't call it the bar. It's just ah, like okay. the certificate that you get called a practice. Is bar practice. American? Yeah. Oh, ah, my bad. American. But here we have the bar for barristers, who are the top lawyers that you see in court ah, doing the. Okay. Yeah. Well, not really. Yeah. It, it, I don't want to get other law students will be looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. But no, I get you. I get you. Your lesson of like law. Whatever, but in America, the bar is their general exam to be a lawyer. Whereas oh, here, okay. the bar is more us being barristers who are the advocates that you you know mm-hmm. that take up the the cases and all yeah. that stuff. So that's a bit different. But either way, 
that was my part. It was just a lot of consideration. I was very stressed at that mm. time. And then even doing law at your man, I was like, man, this is what I want to do for a job. I was thinking <laughs> of everything else but being a lawyer when I was finishing my degree. I'm like, so much Looking at everything job. else, I get you. Like, yeah, but it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's okay. Have I'm you figured it out then? Yes and no in the sense that, like I said, with COVID, it's made it really made it hard. Yeah, yeah that's true. Jobs. That's true. But... I'm still now. I now kind of know that I don't really want to do the nine to five lawyering. I want to mm. be more polite, like you know, more more like <sighs> involved you have in like, bigger things than oh, what law then, sometimes yeah. can allow you to be involved. Do you in have like instance. dreams of starting your law firm and stuff? Not at this stage, no. Because no. I know like what it's like. Even, I see, uh, I see it every day where mm-hmm. I work. I'm working like at a really small law firm, so I see the practicalities of doing that mm. and. I wouldn't want to do that. Nah, it's too much stress, too much thinking okay, of just insurance. This, you're the manager. This, you're the last person to leave the office. This. Of course, yeah, no, no that's no, yeah. No, I no. get you. I get you. I just want to be big company. Mm-hmm. Climb up the ladder, retire. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. It, it's not hard to start your own law no, firm, of but it's more you. You know, you gotta build your. So yeah, I, I would never know. Mm. Never know. I'm building early. a reputation as well. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Building a reputation. But so that we can, you know, keep start wrapping it up, man, we're already clocking oh, hey. a lot more time than I expected. Sorry. But hey, we <laughs> talk a lot, so it's fine. <laughs> but so what we talked about a lot about the choices, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of choices. But for you, what role do you think that having that many choices impacted on you? Like when you were trying to choose what to do, maybe, even now when you're still trying to yeah. choose. That idea of choices. Yes. How much is it like oh weighed God. on you? Kind Listen, of thing, I'm the most indecisive person you ever meet. You're talking to indecisive person number two. That's <laughs> <laughs> that number one. <laughs> Honestly, so having so many options literally overwhelms me yeah. that I don't make a decision. Yeah. 99% of the time. Yeah. So right now, I, well, I have made a decision now. I'm honestly um thinking of doing uh, a short course at TAFE, mm-hmm. training and assessment, mm-hmm. and then just going off what I'm doing now. Yes. So I'll be training the future AINs, basically. Yes. That's yes. that's what I'm going through. Yeah. So that decision came up when I was like, and I can't be I can't be doing caring mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm already doing it for the past three years. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it anymore. Yes. Yeah. But that's the only thing that I know very well yes. apart so from playing a guitar. Capitalize on that. Exactly. Story, yeah. And also like you know how um we did the Muchi and Co thing. We couldn't do it last year because of COVID. Yes. So true. it's already dissolved. It will come back mm-hmm. hopefully this year. It really needs to. Honestly, that it was really to. good, especially oh, like in our community. Like I really enjoyed that day. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is. I don't want to go to the, the city heat. every day. Oh my goodness! Oh my guys, <laughs> day it was, was like ridiculous. forty degrees. It was like forty-seven oh, or something. It, it, Ridiculously uh, hot to the point where my barbecue wouldn't work because properly. Because it was just so yeah. hot. But it was really good, guys. Next, um, if Muchinko, like, you guys restart, please um, follow me on Instagram, Lali Muchira, and then you know Muchinko. In the future, no, yes. but yeah, no, definitely. Muchi and Co is coming back. It's just you know, it's in a limbo because of mm. COVID. We can't. The restrictions are like some days it's five people, some yes. days it's thirty people, so you yes. can't really have a continuous. Yes, yeah. But it's a good business. I mean, I obviously don't know your business model, mm. but it was a good business start. So that, yeah. I mean, yeah, you launched it pretty well. So I don't think you'll be stressed to redo it. And I think I utilize my events because you know how I do events. Yes. Like it was business yes. degree, but yes. events. Yes. It all comes back full circle. It came back. Yeah. And it came back to the three of us because it was my, like me and my siblings, Maji and Kiki. Yeah. And Maji had gotten out of, uh, you know, she used to be a chef. Yeah. And she stopped doing being a chef and did nursing as well. Yeah. Kiki stopped being a bartender and worked at Nando's. Yeah. So it... 
our talents of like, not, I wouldn't say events management is my talent, but like because I've been there and I know what to do, Maju became the chef, yeah. the executive chef, yeah. did what she wanted to do. So it was like a big circle for all three of yes. us. Because yes. And we Kiki so had management skills. Like, you know, he like managed like much. Hilton. Yeah. He managed so many yeah. like, big yeah. hotels. So yeah. he knew exactly what to do. So it's like when we combined, it just gelled perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's Even really though good. there was a lot of backgrounds that you guys did not see on the <laughs> oh, day. Dude, we were at each other's <laughs> throat, man. We were killing each other every time we went to the kitchen. But as soon as it came out, it was like nothing happened. But yeah, as smiles as everywhere. <laughs> Here we are just gulping down the food. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> oh, me and Mazik Kiki have never argued as mm, much as we did mm, that day. And it was mm. like... I know I'm going off topic, but no, yeah, no, no, it's okay. I mean, it was partly about the choices. So yeah, it, it does so it make was, sense, it, was yeah. it was like now the choice is like either do we pursue the Muchi and Co, which we will mm-hmm. eventually when we're studying. And Kiki's has started her own, his own bar consultation. Oh, okay, com- okay. I think company. I saw that. Yes, I saw yeah, that. I because saw that now the bars are open, mm-hmm, they've mm-hmm. lost so much money. Yeah, and he knows how to go. Like he when he was in Gold Coast, he used to like run down bars all the way to like number two in, okay, in so okay. he knows how to like get bars back to mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. uh tip top that's what he's doing now because mm-hmm. obviously the bars is open so yeah. like it's like my passion it's not a passion it's just something i'm good at yes that i'm gonna do yeah on the side mm-hmm. but right now i'm just focusing on doing that training assessment and just doing what i know best. yeah so you found it easy now to just narrow down based on your skills rather yes. than passion it's more anymore. practical that's for me true. rather that's than true. starting up music Something again because yep. it's like i haven't done music <laughs> in 10 years you know what i mean because you know that's i think that's for me too in the mm. sense that i was hesitant to do like my actual certificate to be a lawyer for mm-hmm. about six months after because i finished middle of the year i yeah. know i posted my graduation photo like a month ago yeah i was like, like congratulations i'm like no guys it happened like literally ago. when no. i saw the photo i was like I remember her going to a graduation, yes. but yes. I don't know. The only if thing was because of COVID, our ceremony was cancelled, so we had oh, to seek a photographer. Right. So the photographer was sort of like he did our family photos. Mm-hmm. So because he did that, it was kind of the package. So we had to wait for him to bring the photos, and oh. that was the whole thing. So I had to, I couldn't actually have a good photo that I was like I want to post yet. I could have just had Hope take a photo of me, yeah, but I was like, of kind of want the professional one. So yeah. that's why. But either way, that period of time. I was like, again, I was like, I don't want to do my practice, practicing certificate. I can't see myself as a lawyer. This is shit. I hate this. Then over the last month or so, the I was like, you know what? real, just, guys. Just settle down on you. Just do it. Because once you become a lawyer, what's the worst? Mm. You're still getting paid. I hate, obviously, that I don't really like doing what I'm doing. But at least I'm still getting paid. And I'm mm. going to figure it out somewhere. And I'm good at it. I'm True. okay with it. So like you, um, I've had to sort of take that idea of choices, choices, choices. Just be like the one thing that you're doing it now, yeah. do it well, yeah. and just pursue it and see yeah. where you go. Because see what happens. Because I, who knows, I could end up doing something completely yes, different. As true. long as I've got that training assessment thing in my, in the, in my pocket. And the opportunities do open up because you're now exactly. more professional. That's the mm. problem. We don't look at our parents sometimes and appreciate how they've had to like just put their heads down and just do Literally. it. Literally. Because it's not about passion. Honestly, it's very not. Rarely, even if you think of a Beyonce who is like a, I guess her talent has allowed her to do something she's passionate about. Mm. But she still has days where she has to work yeah. hard. But she doesn't feel up. like going to work. Yes, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's still a job for her, you know? Exactly. So I think we just look at more of that creative stuff and think that's what I need to be doing. But I feel like our generation is stuck in between. Mm-hmm. Like in us, what way? Yeah. not not me, Miss Generation. I'm talking yeah. about us. We're stuck between 
understanding that we don't have to like it doesn't even if we don't do the passion yeah we understand that at the end of the day you need to have a job yes we understand that but i feel like the younger generation now is kind of like no i want to be creative i just want to be you know i want to be me you know but they <laughs> don't true. maybe because they haven't really hit reality they don't like have the we and sentimentality yeah. that we do, yeah, 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 that's yeah. true. No, that's they true. Haven't, they haven't really hit yeah. reality because the we we the can put we our head down and just work, mm. like and just which know is what I'm doing now. Money. Yeah, because I need to <laughs> pay my bills. Just, exactly. You know, there's a season for everything. Sometimes maybe you never know. Is that like, adulting? I think that is. Is adulting. that adulting? I think that is adulting. Just I think putting your head down and doing the job. One one thing I realized. Take advantage of whatever season you're in because there's always going to yes. be something you can do within that season. Even yes. if it feels, I'm by the way, I'm not breaching by the way, I'm not going off on God and preach, preach Audrey to the to the mic. <laughs> what I mean is just season being like sometimes, like you're saying, there was there was nothing you were doing when you were like um not nothing sorry there was nothing that was happening when you were thinking of your jobs or whatever. Mm. But then you and you ended up thinking of doing Muche and Co. And that allowed yeah. you if you hadn't had that downtime, uh-huh. you wouldn't have had time to start exactly. that. And yeah, COVID aside. You still can now capitalize and keep growing it mm-hmm. because you had a chance to actually think, and it's and sort it. of been exposed as well already. Exactly. So, which is, yeah. so that's what I mean by there's always something that can happen within whatever season, even when yeah. it feels like nothing. <laughs> that's, that's one thing I've had to come to terms because I'm such a dreamer. I mean, I'm such a dream. we like, all are though, know. you know, and to an extent we like, all are. But you know, because they, when you go back to sleep, like when you, it's like bedtime, yeah. you're just having to think about the yeah, what if. It's true. Like, but that's I'm I'm I feel like even when I'm doing my work, I would just be thinking, you know, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Like, but then I've had to realize, you know, just put your head down, do the work, mm-hmm. and just get through the day because yeah. there's gonna be time when you're married and you don't have this time to just exactly not really stress. So exactly, you might as well take advantage. Hence, why this podcast was born because I had nothing. Yes, to do. and I was so excited <laughs> when you told me you're doing this podcast. You don't <laughs> even understand for the excitement. I was, I was like, anxious. this I was is like, it. People are gonna judge me by voice. It. But yes, it no, really it came out of a really good moment for me because I just really needed something to do with my yeah. life, and I was like. So good, but yeah, it took me a long time to actually start it. But I've done it, so that's what I'm doing. And I like so. your setup; like yeah. you, you obviously shows you put a lot of thought. Thank in you this, very so. much. A lot of money too, but mm. you know, it's fine. You it's gotta fine. do what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta do what <laughs> you gotta true. do. So before, just second last question, I suppose. Um, with what you know now about life, I guess it takes you on a hell of a ride sometimes. Mm. You know, hell it's crazy. It's annoying. Exactly. Would you go back and do anything differently, or do you think the challenges that you You've experienced have been worth it and have perhaps given you a better perspective to go forward in life. Like um, yeah, well, I think we touched yeah. on it before when we were saying, you know, when you asked me and I was like, you know, but then at the end of the day, even if I'd done that, I still know yeah. that probably what I did now is better to set me up for mm-hmm. the world. It's hard. It sucks. But, but yeah. yeah. So what about obviously you? like if I didn't go through whatever had the hell I've gone through, when do when we finish your 12? 2012. 2012. Yeah. So it's almost 10 years. Yes. Oh my, oh dude, my we gosh. Are old. We are old. We were talking about Melissa. We are oh old. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is our ninth year, right? Yes. Oh, that's so yep. cool. Yes, I know. I don't want to talk about uh, it. I don't want to talk about it either. I just got depressed. Um, <laughs> yeah, so obviously, whatever I've gone through the past nine years, yes. if I didn't go through it, I wouldn't be the person I Like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be so. Um, self-aware mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and understanding that, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be who I am yes. if I didn't go through that. However, I always wonder what if I did music? Yes. Like what then? Yes. Would my life look like now? Yes. You know what That's I mean? True. Um, or what if I knew exactly what I wanted to do yes. in year 12 yes. and stuck with it? So yes. it's like, 
three three alternatives that could that's true the parties so yeah. but i feel like two of those three obviously one of them in terms of like what if for your music mm-hmm. i think that's something you can still pursue like i feel like because obviously you can't it go back is, and say i wish i had known because you can't yeah go look it but, is because i never wanted to do music as a job per se okay, so i can okay. still do it as a as a passion but i just have to find the passion again you need to do, yeah, it has died down i see it every time i look at my guitar like it's just taking up space yes you know i haven't even seen but you hold that guitar for ages i haven't held that guitar oh in years God. i don't even know when the last time i held oh, it i know no. i sold one i used to have three and i sold one my first one Mama was so upset about it because she bought it for oh. me. But I was kind of like, it's just holding up space. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. that's how I, I was looking something. at it. Yeah. Um, she was probably looking at it like, can you can you play something? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just finding. Yeah, she bought it for me. I felt bad selling it, but yeah. at the same time, I was kind of like, yeah, I need to let it go. But yeah, finding that passion again. But funny enough, um, when I was, you know, how I went to Melbourne when I was working with COVID. Yes. Um, I met someone that was playing that played the saxophone so the hotel that i was at he would be literally at the foot of the hotel, at the entrance of the hotel yeah. um playing the saxophone just all yeah, day casually, yeah literally all day and i'll sit I'll, I'll sit with him like for like five minutes just talking to him and it made me want to learn how to play the saxophone yeah like, and i started searching i remember i was like looking up how to play a saxophone yeah. and then maybe when i came back like a month after that I met someone that was really good at piano. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. we, I'm really good friends with him now, and like seeing him play piano is making me want to learn piano again. Yes. So it's like the it's passion getting is getting like there. sparked a little That's bit. Good. I can That's feel good. it. That's but good. It's just I feel like if our churches, because both our churches use traditional instruments, mm-hmm. I feel like if our churches had a bit more of like a band yes. culture to them, yes. and we had, I mean, you do have instruments at your church, but your church doesn't really play them. No. If you did, I think maybe you might have found that passion just mm. being a bit more like present. No, we a do, but time. our Zimbabwean church chooses not to use Okay, that, that's us too. That's we the have thing. the equipment, but yeah. we don't play it. Yeah. Like, uh, They're like, no, like, my drums are in yes. church. And you're like, go machi. Literally, they don't want you to use the... No. Not oh, even the guitars. Wow. No, okay, look. Hey, if any Anglican people listening, <laughs> do not <laughs> come for me. Which there will be if you share this. <laughs> like, if you share this episode, they'll be like... Ah, They're gonna be like, ah, like no, <laughs> but I have, like... There, I'm not going to name a, a, a father, but there's a, fa- a particular father in my head right now that told me mm-hmm. that the, the instruments that are in the... I don't want to be racist, but white church cannot be... I don't know what's <laughs> You just gotta put a bit of vim behind that white church. <laughs> Mind you, it's not even a white church. It's like, oh, it is. It's, it is. Oh, okay. It is. So yeah. So he was like, no, I don't just run with you. I just don't have my boy. He's not gonna go my church. Ah, nah, 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 nah. Man, guitars. They and had a bit how, of element. That's how, like, them, you know, without even realizing, that's how a lot of African parents, like. Turn off that spark yes. in a lot of children's passion. They shoot on you just into like some box that mm. you don't want to be in. And they don't even yeah. realize. They don't. Yeah, they don't. Which is really sad. I wish, man, I wish they knew. I wish they knew that yeah. just I facilitating. They yeah, they do. But I feel like it's taking a, a time still. Like mm-hmm. they, they're more maybe lenient to like younger like Melissa, yes, younger going. Yes, I've but us, oh, it's been a, it's been, it's been a struggle. Because Tanya, right? Go, go. That's true. So that's they're true. still expecting us to that's be. That's true. But really, true. we're like a mixture. Yes, we're not because if we go back to Zimbabwe, they don't see us as Zimbabweans. Yeah. And you come to Australia, they don't see us as Australians either. So it's we like just we're in, in the middle. Ah, oh, it sucks. We're in limbo. Because even like with this, if I hadn't had my own money to invest in this, mm. I wouldn't have started this podcast when I was like eighteen. My mom would be like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you 
what? Do what? Do Can you imagine? You'll be the talk. Your, your mom will literally call my mom like, Shan, that's when I would. I love my kinetic chicha, menochino, Shandy's face. Check Changabasa, I'm not taking a mic. I can see there's a lot of people that say, you know, sometimes it's about showing your parents. So if you're that rebelliousness that you're talking about, if you just rebel and do what you want to do, but you kind of like. You know, you don't know it's gonna be successful, mm. but if you do it and you do it well, but if you rebel well, it's always and no, 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 and then if you rebel right and don't go to the traditional, ah, uh, to the and extreme, you do whatever you do well, mm. they will respect it. At yeah, some yeah, point. yeah, they yeah, will, yeah, they, I will. Do. they will. I, I, I think the child becomes a Beyonce. Would you say no? <laughs> Why did you make this thing? Oh my god, I'm so glad I gave birth to you. So no pick but I'm glad you're a millionaire. Tell me about it. Literally. Oh, but no, you were saying. honestly do that. I just realized I'm saying literally because you said it before we started this conversation. And I'm trying not to say it so they don't show. Like, oh. But I guess final, final question before the fun little segment that I have. Wait, before oh. we before we get yeah, there. Sorry, sorry, yeah. I was t- talking about the rebellious thing. Oh, yes, yes. My top of rebellious went, I went and got tattoos. Mm. And that was actually, you know, as much as you guys think it was fine. Like, my parents were yeah, okay with it. Yeah. My dad hated it. Oh, no. Absolutely hated it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he was very disappointed that I did it. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I didn't care at yes, the time. That's true. I there did not give, yeah. you know, yeah. I did not care at all. Um, But, you know, my dad is not one of those people that, like me, he doesn't voice out his ex- yeah. like emotions or anything. So you can tell he's disappointed. He doesn't he have to tell them. you, but you can see it. Yeah. Um. Mama was just like, ah, it's your life. What can I do? It's your yeah. body too. Like, I don't care. Yeah. But, but I, that, her not caring mm-hmm. was kind of like, oh, okay. So you wanted her to care in a way. In a way. Yeah. In a way. It's a weird but, parental dynamic. I mm, know what you mean. Like, mm, yeah. Yeah. You do want, you don't want them to care, but you want them want to, to care. Want to care. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have that argument. Yes, you do. You do like, this is exactly why I'm doing it. I'm exactly. just fine. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Uh, even, not even my grandma. No one cared on my mom's side of the family. Yeah. No one cared. And I was just like, wow. Oh, okay. And I suppose it just shows the, the generational shit. Because what can they do? Like, even my mom, I love, whenever you talk to us about like dating and getting married and stuff. She's like, man, I don't expect you guys to come with a Zimbabwean Shona guy. Mm-hmm. Like, we're in the mm-hmm. whitest country. We're in a diverse country. Exactly. Why would I... Want to want you guys to just on you, like you and know, like Zimbabweans are not, yeah. not that many. Yeah, <laughs> no exactly. offense, even if they're not that many, you've already interacted with ninety percent of them. Yeah, you don't Sydney. find them attractive, or mm-hmm. you you have heard you know too them many who they really are. Ah, like, you just no, don't. Yeah. don't not know? saying that Zimbabweans are bad people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we love you. We love. You. <laughs> but we're just saying, like the context of where we live doesn't yeah. allow you to just be like, "Look at them Zimbabweans." Yeah, I know Tara Shona. I didn't exactly. You know, it's just not. It's just not on. But even even for obviously my. Both my brothers are not with Zimbabwe, so mm-hmm, my parents mm-hmm. already accepted the fact that yeah. Majola Ali will not bring. That's one thing Zimbabwe my mom ones. was glad about, though. No, 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 but like your mom isn't. She was glad she didn't have sons, so you just have to deal with ah, the stress of like a Because she's like, I can I let don't you want go. Don't say much, <laughs> but 
It's stressful. Hey, imagine. I don't want to say what. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm just saying it's for my parents. It's really stressful because they're also stuck on the. They want to do the shorter ways. Just as traditional as my parents, exactly. But they're just more accepting. They've had to Mm. be tolerant. But like what I'm saying with my mom, she's like, I can just flick you off to all those guys. Ah, I don't have to deal They have to come to me as Varora. And I'm like, oh, mama, God, you just you crazy. But she, either way, she would have been fine. Like your mom, she would have been, she would have been fine with it. She mm. might have wanted a Morora that is Shona or whatever, but she would have been fine with it. Like Ideally, they would. Yeah, ideally, ideally, that's their dream. But at the same time, want that. we all know dreams don't come true. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been talking about the fact that dreams have not been coming true. This is a whole freaking podcast, you know? Like, even for us, you know, you can't... I, I, I would love to be like Zimbabwean guide this, but I'm like, yo, the ocean is exactly. deep and wide, you know? Let's exactly. just go off and do it. So, There's yeah, plenty of fish in the sea. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Let's go fish for them. Exactly. <laughs> but then, so for anyone... We talked about how this is not just us. You know? mm-hmm. So anyone who's going through the same transition period, yes. especially the high schoolers we're talking about, that... Mm-hmm. Now I have to sit and make Even a decision the people about their age. Exactly, people that are age. Yeah, who are or are will be making the decision about their careers. What advice do you have to give them for, like maybe what to look out for, like you know, coping mechanisms mm-hmm. and just generally some nuggets of wisdom that you might have just to share based on what we've been talking about. And yeah, yeah. um, <clears throat> let me think. I think the first thing is to not do what I did where you don't deal with it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. emotionally that just drained me completely. And like you said, like you, I'm very bubbly, obviously. Like my personality yes. is out there. Yeah. So when I'm out with people, I forget what I'm going yes. through, obviously. So yeah. being that type of person where you don't deal with things is probably one of the worst things you can do. And being yeah. indecisive as well. You need to learn to make a decision. Yeah. Um. One of the techniques that one of my friends, actually she's a psychologist, what she said was, when you're getting in so overwhelmed with the, like decisions, mm-hmm. you give yourself a timer. You put like ten minutes on a timer, mm-hmm. and then you pick the two most desirable mm-hmm. options that you have. Mm-hmm. In that ten minutes, once that ten minutes is off, just That's pick it. anything. Okay. So it just teaches you to like make you a decision. Would, yes, yeah, I think I need to use that strategy. Yeah, man, even it works. Online shopping, I'll it be on the website <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> Why? I don't and know. you put so many things in the cart, and then you don't even <laughs> check out. You just like click X and, and wasted a whole hour. <laughs> Struggle, I understand that part. Okay, so be more decisive. Be more, yeah. Learning learning how to make decisions. And, you know, don't really think about the... um, You know how sometimes I'm like, you need to think about the consequences. Yes, yes. If you do that, that's how you become indecisive. That's true. Just make a decision. Whatever consequences you get, you can probably deal with them too. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, yeah. Mainly, I'm so um, passionate about mental health right now yes, because look, yes. I obviously realized how much shit I went through mm-hmm. only because at the time I didn't know what mental, yes, you know, the importance of mental health, yes, I should yes, say, yes. because we obviously come to a background. That's a whole another conversation there. That is another episode altogether. Completely, yes. completely. Yeah. Um, so it was like just being more self-aware, understanding that I need to not... Deal. Like I need to stop not dealing with things. Yeah, makes sense. Yes, no, that's true. That's true. The co- you can't just have little compartments. Like yeah, you know, people say compartmentalizing, whatever. Like, exactly. You can't have like little compartments mm-hmm. every day. Like, just no, I get you. Like, that's pretty much. I, mm. If I could say anything to those kids, yeah. Oh, yeah. actually, not those kids. Us as well. Like us as well. Know, like, yeah. Even true. adults. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we're adults, but like all the adults, <laughs> adults that are our age, but are acting like they're much exactly. cooler than us. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like. 
you know that saying kuraoni like, mm. that phrase or saying whatever yeah. like, you know for the white people are they just pretty much means grow up and see kind of yeah, thing yeah. in in a more literal sense that has really been becoming more of a reality for me in the mm-hmm. sense that you never can understand what adulting is until you are an adult exactly. as much as we can talk about this and someone who's younger than us can listen mm. you still kind of have to go through your own things yeah. to be able to appreciate what being an adult is yes so and think, you know that um saying sorry to cut you off you okay. know that saying mumbai i called it by market it's yes. like you, you have to go through that yes. stages yes. for you to get to that yes Yes, whatever championship, whatever very you're true, going very through. Yeah. True. And I think for me, the reason why I'm saying that is that give yourself room to go through that stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, sh- like what you're saying with not dealing with the stuff. Mm. For me, I think I was very fortunate to have parents that allowed me to deal with that stuff. Like yeah. to just deal with the stress, coming to the <clears> stressed, <throat> stressed all the time. But it allowed me to just come to terms with the fact that I am not alone in this. Yeah. Like people go through this. Even my mom was talking about an uncle of mine who done medicine all the way. He was like one of the only students that final year of graduating <sighs> that failed. Like mm. his graduating cohort went on and he had to stay back another year or whatever oh. to like do his medicine, whatever, whatever. And sort of just gives perspective to say, you know, these things happen for a reason. Exactly. He's, he's now a doctor. Nobody cares yeah. that he once failed. And that's the thing. Whatever, because know? I walked the same stage, yeah. people that passed every single semester and i felt you know yes. what i mean like people are so scared of failing yes. that's the yes. issue oh yes that's another advice yes. don't be scared of failing Do man not be of failing. i'm telling you now i failed from <laughs> primary school <laughs> all the way to <laughs> university failing become my you know, so the reason why i struggled so much with mm. pharmacy i could have done pharmacy i could have been course. a pharmacist yeah. but i'd never failed lali mm. until up until okay. that point i had never i failed. see me and failure were friends i that's a, you know, that's, and that's why I say it's good to deal with that stuff yeah. in some way because mm-hmm. for you, you already understood that if I fail, I'm still going to be fine. Exactly. You were still yeah. fine. But mm-hmm. for me, I come from it. No, it wasn't parental pressure. It was my own pressure because I course. thought, oh my God, I know everything. I'm an academic. Yeah. You know, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I can then see I got my little Audi in your head. Like, yeah. I used to get all the awards at school. I was the top. I was getting all the awards. Like, yeah, mama, come over the stage. You know, you know what's funny? I'll get the social awards. awards. Instead of the academic That's awards. a hint to you that you would have gotten to say, I'm not for this yeah. part. But I think because of this, you didn't have that... Inside. You're not thinking. We don't know. We don't know what we know now. Then you were still pressuring yourself to be like, now. let yeah. me be academic. But you mm-hmm. really were good at mm. everything else. But you mm. just thought I have to be academic. When I think that failure helped me so much. I don't want to say that you know you have to go out and fail because you don't. You shouldn't go out and you fail. shouldn't. No, you, always no, do you your shouldn't best. want to go, go and fail. fail yes. But if you do fail, I'm it's just, not the end of exactly. the world. It's not the end of the world. It's I'm still here. I'm world. now a degreed person. I can guarantee you, know? <laughs> you probably the smartest doctor in this world failed at something, <laughs> but still managed to pursue exactly. like and whatever they wanted the to do. Top managers out there, they didn't even freaking do mm-hmm. decent degrees. They did like whatever they did, quit, mm. then found themselves in some management position. Mm. And there's many ways unless to if you don't try, you fail the presidency. Don't try again. That's embarrassing. We don't even want that on our resume. Like, I was once a president of what? America. No, 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 no. no. You just don't. don't, don't. Uh, but yeah, it's true. F- failure. Failure is good. It's not final and it's good for you and yeah. it builds character. It yes. builds. And you can tell, when you talk to people that have never failed, they're the you egotistical, like, oh my goodness. Oh, why didn't you do that? Like, I've talked to a couple of people that have yeah. not failed in their life mm-hmm. and, or at least, They've struggled, but then but at the same time, it's not a bad thing. I mean, good on you for not oh, failing anything. You, you're, you're fucking definitely. amazing at everything. Definitely. But at the same time, it's like they have this ignorance. Yes, that yes. 
How no. did you fail? Like, how could you fail? Like, what? what? That was so easy. Did you, like, like mm. to you, that was easy. To me, I struggled. Yes. And it's not, there's no shame in struggling. Mm. But you know what's different? Yeah. I think I may have internalized my whole issues mm-hmm. because remember, I moved out. Yes. So technically, I was by myself. Whereas mm-hmm. you had your family okay. around. Yes, and stuff like that's that. true. I had that extra. Yeah. So when I came back system. back home and I told my mom I had failed a whole semester, mind mm-hmm. you, at the time I wasn't a citizen, so we were paying a lot. Yeah. And it was a private uni, so yes. we were paying like a lot, out of a pocket. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I never told her that I failed mm-hmm. until I graduated. By the way, so mm-hmm. sorry, mama. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But um, at least you told her. Something's- yeah. Yeah, I know. Don't tell that never I think because I yeah. then realized how much she was paying because she was obviously paying out of pocket, yeah. and it was it was a lot. But, she had yeah. to be accountable. Exactly, exactly. That's, yeah, that's good. So failure is good. Yeah, I don't know if you had any more thoughts about, but like, I just to wrap up, you know. Yeah, you yeah. to wrap up. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap up. So to end, like on a lighter note, I always want to ask people. Mm-hmm. Other people can know too. What have you been listening to, reading, watching, fun activities? I know we talked a little bit. Well, before we started the podcast, but just for people, like recommendations wise, like you know, what recommendations can you? Um, music yeah. right now, I'm just on. I'm a piano, to be honest. Oh, okay. Like, Any specific oh, artist? No, I just started it because of Kudzi. Mm, He's so okay. much into Ama piano, yes. so like it, it kind of influences. I really me don't like Ama piano that much. What? Like once in a while, I kind I find like a song that I can. Okay, you no, know, I get you. I think it's yeah. it's good for me because I just like a lot of instrumental. I only like okay. the Ama piano with the instrumental. Oh, okay, no, not yeah. the singing. Vocals. Not the singing. No, okay. no, no. The, okay, because. I'm just like an instrumental Because what's the... Because I know there's... I'm a piano, right? But what's the like D, uh, Prince KB, DJ Prince KB type music? and like know. Master like KG. it's house. That's more just house. I house. say house. I think okay. it is. But if I'm wrong, please I'm more don't into come that, I would say, than yeah. I am into like yeah. I'm a piano. I'm, I'm more into piano house too. is a genre, a genre right? I think yeah, it's a cool. different type of house. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it is a subclass in the house. Mm. Mm-hmm. SA house. Yeah. yeah. It's a genre. Just for people, just in case, you know. People are wondering what the fuck we're talking about. I'm a piano. Who's a piano? Who is... No, no, no. That they would think it's an artist for Christ's yeah. sake. Anyway, but yeah, okay. So we've been. I'm a piano, cool. Yeah, so yeah. I'm a piano. Yeah, and I'm like you said. Like I told you before, I'm starting to read. Mm. So I'm just reading the. Um, I just read a biography of Nelson Mandela, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the biggest book in the world. But it's worth his story. Is interesting. It was very sad. It was very good. I I enjoyed it. Obviously, I finished it, so it was really good. That's good. Um, and uh, what else? What else am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going for, like, I've just got into the habit of, like, driving mm-hmm. to places I've never been. Okay. By myself. That's good. That's, yeah. Yes. Oh, doing things yeah. by yourself. 100%, yeah. So, 100%. I literally explored Melbourne. Melbourne. Um, Wollongong. In maybe, like, a, two months after mm-hmm. I came back from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. That's why I said Melbourne. Um, so, I went to, like, little secret beaches and mm-hmm. all that. And, and I keep writing it down beaches. so I remember it. And I'm yes. like, if anyone wants to come with me, I'll go with yes. them. Um, so, that's what I'm doing. I was going to start going to, like, the northern beaches. Beaches. And then. <laughs> and then. <laughs> the way you're pronouncing those two words sometimes. You I, had to, I had to fix it. Yeah, it is. It sounds like my mom. Shorter says accent. Yeah, let's go to the beach. Where no beach it. Oh, I love up there. I know. Oh, when they say management, management. <laughs> so many words. No, I don't yeah. blame them. That's how no, I But that's good. That's hmm, good. Like, that's... I think for me, it's my podcast. I always recommend things for people. I'm sorry. Yes. Shamelessly so. Because I love watching so many things, as you know, and stuff. But I think watching wise, mm-hmm. like I was telling you, Date My Family, South Africa. Oh, uh, yeah. Obsessed with that. I'm obviously watching other TV shows, but in terms of reality shows, because it's a reality show for those that don't know, mm. I just enjoy it. Because it, 
it takes me, it takes me back home. Like we're in such a white content country. Yeah, you know? everything true. is white. Even if it's black, it's usually black American. And black American is not even African African. Exactly. So it's like black you people can't really monolith, relate sometimes. You know? And Africanness is not a monolith. So I mm. really like South Africanness because unfortunately, Zimbabwean content that I watch is like you know your bus stop TV, your comic past. Oh, what's like, that? What's like that show on YouTube? Which which one? The one with like um <laughs> with the boys. I forgot what it's called. What's it's called? The Boys. Mm. It's Zimbabwean show. Mm. It's a cartoon. It's on. Oh Netflix. yes, I do know what, something. Forget or something yeah, like that. Yeah, forget. Yes, that's yes, what it's called. Yes, that's like yeah. yeah, that's funny. That's yeah. Funny. So stuff like that, I do watch once in a while. But when I just want like reality shows, I go to like. South African South content. Africa, okay, yeah. You know, if you ever And what do you to, find these Netflix? I was actually gonna say it's on Showmax, an app called Showmax, which is a South African app that is like a Netflix mm-hmm. but for South African content. So she's getting paid for this um advertising. Exactly right. <laughs> I am. Thank God. No, not even. But they it's really good. But Showmax. Like Showmax. Okay, yeah, I'm it's like S H O and then Max, or I don't know if the word show Max. I will guess. You can oh. find it if you Google it. But it's it. really good. Like, I just feel more at home. I laugh. And obviously, I don't understand Zulu and stuff. They have subtitles. Mm. But I love that I can pick up certain words. Yes. And I'm like, man, I know what yes. they're talking about. I know yes. what they're saying. Yes. It's just funny. It's interesting to see black people not in the context of poverty and yeah. struggle and yeah. all these things. They're just black people doing the regular thing daily. Without the slavery narrative and the struggle narrative. If you struggle tell white people yeah. that we do that, they'll be like, oh, you have dating shows? Yeah, yes, we do. We have, yes, we have. we have millionaires yes. in Africa. And actually, Day My Family is like the top of dating shows. I think it was Date one of the first... Reality shows within the dating sphere in Africa, in a way. Don't, uh, okay, if I'm yeah. wrong, please. Minus Big me. Brother. Minus Big Brother. <laughs> yes, because that was the whole thing. But yeah, actually, it came after Big Brother, but it was just in South Africa, it's big. So mm. anyway, I watched it a lot, so I know about that. And then listening to music, funny enough, I've been just getting into gospel again. Me I too. I usually don't funny get into enough. gospel. Like sometimes I can have. I mean, I listen to gospel music, but I might have transitions where I just don't listen to it. Listen, much. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I just really have been wanting to listen to it because I just, yeah, I've been wanting to feel inspired. And yeah, and every time I go to gospel, it's always Zimbabwean gospel. Yes, like, yes. I don't know why I can't really relate. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Not because I can't relate or mm-hmm. anything. I just don't enjoy English gospel songs okay, Im- yeah. as much as, as I enjoy the Zimbabwean ones. I would say for me, I would enjoy, I enjoy South African gospel as well because they still yes, sing in yes, vernacular yeah, and yeah, yeah. I just, you know, find the general message of the song and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I like that mm-hmm. and I listen to it. Or if I'm listening to white gospel songs, it would be like uh, once in a while, maybe a hill song, once in a while, mm-hmm. but mostly like maybe Nigerian artists that sing in English. Like yes, an artist okay, called I see Sinatra, what you're I saying. Yes. In like a beautiful song, Waymaker, I like Sinatra, all yes. that stuff. Stuff like that, where it's like you can tell they're not like white. Okay, like, maybe yeah. yeah. The, I yeah. think that's what I try. Yes, I was trying to say. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. your exclusive white. It's not it's Western. Different. It's that's African how, in how general. Is different. You know, like it's there's totally a level different. of passion in the song Literally. that you can't really find in like Western you Christian. There's a song "Excess Love" by I can't remember her name. <laughs> that song. When that's I'm my like, mom's like, ringtone, my guy. Let me tell you this. Imagine you're just sitting in a restaurant. Yes, it's yes. my mom's ringtone, right? And she puts it on the loudest because, like, she's a deep oh sleeper. You're just relaxing in a restaurant, talking. All of a sudden, Jesus, you love me too much. It's the too most annoying thing, bro. I'm not kidding. But yeah, like songs like that. You know, yeah. those are the white songs. I would say I would mm. listen to in gospel. Yeah, they, now I get you. They, you know, they, our gospel, black gospel, is different. It is. We took the Bible and we made it our own. It, we took God. We made him our own. We literally <laughs> experienced God. Like they told us about him. 
and they told us they they did like yes. did what he did, yep. but we we ran with it. Yes, we're like we ran with it. Mm. We ran with it. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lali, for joining me. You know, thank it's you like, for having me. Oh God, I can't believe I clocked um, this I'm gonna time. Get my people I'm to sorry. call your people. Yes, because the check. You know, you gotta sign the check. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I will. I will pay you some, 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 some small love. stuff. Yes. Mm. Obviously, we're friends. You know, of pay course. you in love. But thank yeah. you very much, Lali. No problem. Yes. That's it for another episode of Conversations with Audrey. Thank you for listening. I hope you join me for the next episode. And as you go about your day, just remember, kindness is free. So sprinkle that shit everywhere. Stay blessed. <laughs>